You're listening to Doctrine and Duty, podcast of Brian Ray, Senior Pastor of Alexander Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia, where biblical theology meets everyday Christian life. Well, hello once again, beloved. It is great <clears throat> to uh, bring another podcast ministry, Doctrine and Duty, to you. It's Brian Ray, and we are launching today our farewell podcast for the Abstractor Principles 1858. It does not mean that we won't refer to it in the future. It does not mean that there won't be subjects that uh, follow closely after this as a result of the subject matter that we have covered so far. But it does mean that the 20-section document known as the Abstractor Principles from 1858, it does mean that that podcast series will conclude with this podcast that you're listening to today whether today means like day or another day, but it's just the day. The day that you listen to it is today. Okay. So today, <laughs> boy, I tell you what, with 20 sessions, you got to laugh a little bit, right? Well, today we're covering uh, section 19. Uh, the last podcast ministry session uh, was on section 20, the judgment. Now, just some backup information or kind of backing up and just kind of summarizing 1858, the abstract of principles, founding documents for Southern, a founding document for Southern Baptists, is like a statement of faith, um, somewhat of a creed, I guess you would say, something that we believe and hold to. It it predates the 1925 Baptist Faith and Message Statement of Faith, the 1963 Baptist Faith and Message Statement of Faith, and then the Baptist Faith and Message 2000 Statement, which would be the most recent one. So, <clears throat> um. I'm going to go ahead and read to you the abstract principles, read to you from Baptist Faith and Message, and read to you from the Word of God. So here is what it says about the resurrection. The bodies of men after death return to dust, but their spirits return immediately to God. The righteous to rest with Him, the wicked to be reserved under darkness to the judgment. At the last day, the bodies of all the dead, both just and unjust, will be raised. Very interesting. Our last session, we talked. I talked, you listened, I talked about... Um, the saved and the resurrected bodies, glorified bodies, uh, joining the soul. Uh, and we'll read that text uh, of Scripture that discusses that in just a few moments. And also talked about uh, the end for the lost, and that theirs is an everlasting punishment. And yet they are given some sort of new, newly formed molecular composition of a body of some sort to be able to endure suffering, punishment, pain, fire, etc., without being consumed. So it's very interesting that this section 19 says, at the last day, the bodies of all the dead, both just and unjust, will be raised. Now, uh, for this, the text of Scripture I want to turn to is, oh, it's one of my all-time favorites, 1 Thessalonians 4, 13-18. But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep. And in this reference, as many times in the New Testament, asleep means those who are dead, about those who are asleep or dead, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will by no means precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then 
We who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. Well, these are words of comfort. And so we've got our doctrine and our duty all in this passage. Uh, as Paul wrote to the church, we do not want you to be ignorant or uninformed about those who are dead. He says, I don't want you to grieve as people who have no hope. And so, first off, when we grieve for lost people, it is, it's difficult. When lost people pass away, when they die, it's very difficult. They don't go home. They don't go to be with the Lord. We don't have a false hope or give people a false assurance. They go uh, into the realm of the dead where uh, there is suffering and torment, pain, gnashing of teeth. One day they'll be, in the future, they'll be consigned to an eternal hell, a hell of fire, the second judgment, the Word of God says in Revelation. So, for believers, the duty uh, is that we do not grieve for saved people when they pass away, as a people who have no hope. Do we grieve? Yes. Do we mourn? Yes. Will we miss them? Yes. But our grief and our mourning is not hopeless. It is faith-filled, because we know that we will miss them, yet we know that they wouldn't come back for anything, because they are in the beloved and glorious presence of God. What is the other duty from this doctrine, from this passage of Scripture? It says, therefore, encourage one another with these words, the words that we will always be with the Lord. Always. We can't fall out of heaven. No one can snatch us out of heaven. No one can steal our salvation. God himself keeps us. The Lord Jesus keeps us. No one can be lost once they are saved. So, the bodies of men after death return to dust, but their spirits return immediately to God. The righteous to rest with him, the wicked to be reserved under darkness to the judgment. At the last day, the bodies of all the dead, both just and unjust, will be raised. Now, Baptist faith and message statement. It says, according to his promise, Jesus Christ will return personally and visibly in glory to the church. The dead will be raised, and Christ will judge all men in righteousness. The right, unrighteous will be consigned to hell, the place of everlasting punishment. The righteous in their resurrected and glorified bodies will receive their reward and will dwell forever in heaven with the Lord. There is, uh, there is this is talking about, I guess, that, that final state for heaven and hell, but we know that if, if you die now, uh, as we read in the book of Revelation, the, the future final full heaven, future final full hell, these have not been created yet. And so for those who are saved, uh, we go into the presence of God. And we don't know exactly what that means. We know it's glorious. It's wonderful. It's joy. It's peace. And there's no sorrow, no pain, no suffering, etc. And uh, after uh, the Lord determines, establishes, then we'll be consigned to heaven. Uh, what we know is heaven. Now, is it wrong to say that when you die, you go to heaven? Not really, because it is heavenly. It is, it is uh, as if you were in heaven. It's just that Revelation gives us clarity that that has, not, uh, has yet to be created. And so, same with hell. They go to the place of the dead, Sheol, the realm of the dead, the place of destruction, the place of hell, fire, but not to hell itself. So, just so you know, when we say people die who are lost, go to hell, people are who are saved go to heaven, we're talking about ultimately. Prior to that, however, are, uh, we are headed towards those places that represent the future and final hell or heaven, depending on salvation. I shared a quote with you before. It says, God directs history to its God-ordained conclusion. We don't understand all that God will do in eternity. We don't all understand what God will do 
at the last day, the day of judgment, the day of resurrection, the second death, according to the consignment to hell. We don't understand specifics of all of these details, but God directs history to its God-ordained conclusion. God is sovereign. God is in charge. God is in control, and we seek to trust Him with that. Now, when we look, uh, another passage of Scripture, when we look at, uh, let's see, the book of, hmm, let's look at the book of Philippians, uh, because we don't usually think of Philippians when we think of end times or judgment uh, or resurrection, etc. But in Philippians chapter 3, uh, verse 20, uh, just, a, just a powerful passage here uh, for us to praise the Lord for and to encourage us in our doctrine. It says, But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like His glorious body, whatever that means by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. He will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body. So there again, there is the the resurrected glorified body. We don't understand exactly what that is, but we know that it is something uh, that we'll receive. We'll meet the Lord in the air, and that glorified body will join soul, spirit, uh, and uh, the person of who you are. And then you'll be complete, and you'll be able to enter into heaven as a worshiper and follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. Speaking of heaven, uh, remember, heaven is more than the pearly gates. Heaven is more than the streets of gold. Heaven is more than that mansion just over the hilltop. Um, Some people are concerned about the gold. Some are concerned about the pearls. Some are concerned about how big their mansion is. Surely, the Apostle Paul has the biggest mansion. Surely, uh, one of the prophets of old has the biggest mansion. Surely, one of the kings of Israel has the biggest mansion. Surely, uh, beloved Billy Graham has the biggest mansion. Here's the deal, folks. It's not about our mansion. It's And probably that, that translation is more like a room or a dwelling place. And there's plenty of room in heaven. There's plenty of room for mansions, if that's what they are. But the focus is not on the mansion. It's, it's not on the gates of pearls, not on the streets of gold. Uh, the focus is on Jesus. We cannot imagine a world that is untainted. We cannot imagine eternity itself, but an eternity that is not tainted with sin or sorrow or struggle or pain or sickness or sadness. So we are so blessed that uh, we get to spend eternity with the Lord. So blessed that at the judgment, we don't stand in judgment for our sins. Uh, In the judgment, we have the righteousness of Christ imputed on our account, and our sin debt is paid in full. Hallelujah. And then the resurrection, that we receive glorified bodies to be able to be in the presence of God forever, unhindered, unfettered, untainted. And we praise Him. Listen, beloved, um, I've covered with you uh, these 20 sessions now, the abstract principles. And um, I'm going to close this with our our duty. Um, And our duty is this, to have passion for Jesus and compassion for the lost. Indeed, uh, worship and thanksgiving, evangelism and missions. These are the twin the twin duties of the people of God in light of the judgment and the resurrection. Sections 20 and 19 of the Abstract of Principles. Hey, let me pray for you. 
Father in heaven, we rejoice in you this day, and we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity that, that we have to look to the Word of God and to look to these human man-made documents that are reflective of the Word of God. And Lord, we know that they are not without error, and yet the Word of God is without error. And we thank you, Lord God, that we have your Word preserved, your heart, your mind. Lord, I pray that we would be doctrinally sound, theologically conservative, that we would be um, practically faithful joyfully obedient followers of King Jesus. Lord, for all of those listening out there, I pray for your divine touch to be upon them. Lord, we need your blessings. We cannot thrive without you. And so, Lord, I pray for your Holy Spirit direction, conviction of sin, and that we would choose to live for you. For it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Okay, folks, I love you. Take care. Hope to see you next... Hope to... Hmm, let's see. I hope to be heard by you next time. Okay, y'all take care. Goodbye. You've been listening to Doctrine and Duty, a podcast of Alexander Baptist Church located at 4316 Pamela Court, Chesapeake, Virginia. Join us Sundays at 10 a.m. and find us online at abch.org.